The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Here we go. Welcome into all sports talk for this Monday afternoon. Beautiful day in Murfreesboro. Tim Tackett hanging out with Jeff Jordan. You agree with the beautiful day part of my assessment? A stunning day, and the week is going to be full of them, I hope. It's the one thing that we got right today. We, yep. hope, we hope the rest of the show turns out as well, don't you think? Exactly. Well, it's, it's getting to be tournament time, Jeff, in uh, high school. We're not quite there yet, but uh, it's time to get the seedings all put in place. And uh, next, uh, not tomorrow, but next Tuesday, they'll be playing this tournament play, at least in uh, District 8-4A, and, and I'm – we don't have the other schedules in front of us, but the others will be pretty much in the same boat. Right. They'll all be about the start about the same week or earlier. Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School and uh, PC, uh, PCA, I think, start this week, I believe. But at any rate, yes, we're, it's right here on us. Yeah, the D- D- Division Two state tournament's held two weeks before the boys' state tournament, one week before the D1 girls, so they have to get started a little earlier. There's sure teams to work through, so they don't have quite as many brackets to go through, but at the same time, they'll get underway, as you mentioned. And, and Jeff, there's a couple teams there that's got a shot to do some do some damage. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it, it's always interesting to see where people fall, and it's always interesting to see how far they can go. And you often have somebody, of course, who goes a whole lot longer then, then you you think they're going to go, and maybe you the opposite is true. You have somebody that gets put out right quick without, uh, like the Cowboys, for instance. <laughs> I mean, it's always a surprise. Well, I, I hearken back to the 1990 season for Laverne High School when we, Will Shelton and myself, the two coaches at that ball team, just never really had any idea what kind of ride we were in for. And that's what makes tournaments great. You get you get teams that get hot at the right time, and uh, some some magical things can happen. Well, it can, and uh, and sometimes I guess that's what that's the beauty of it. At least part of it, where, where sometimes people step forward and step up, as the coaches say, uh, that you maybe weren't expecting, and you get a hero uh, that you you had never been one before. It, it's it's an interesting time. I have not studied formats of other states, but I am familiar with Kentucky and Indiana. Indiana, I should say. And I know their format for basketball tournaments, nothing close to what Tennessee is, where you have four teams advance from the re- district to the region and then two teams advance from the region on. A lot of opportunities to stumble, but you you get those second and third chances, Jeff, if you need them. Yes, and I've, I've had conversations with people uh, that 
I, I kind of agree with them, really. I mean, you know, when you get into tournament play and you lose, uh, th- 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 there's a school of thought that says, well, you ought, you ought to be done at that point. You know, your, your season is over. Well, And I, I see their point. I think, didn't you, have you raised the idea, and I certainly have, that we should do, just do away with district play altogether yes. and, and start at the region level and have eight or nine or ten teams there and, and let them go and, and let's see where the chips fall. Yes, I think so. I, I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it in recent years because it's, it's pretty clear maybe that uh, maybe the coaches and teams are not for it. I, I don't know whether they are or not. I haven't talked to them in a long time. But I, I, just, I just think that the district tournament, I know this for sure, uh, that when you look at the district tournament statewide, some of them are totally unnecessary. I mean, you, you, you can go, well, Eagleville's that way. I mean, they're, 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 they're four schools in the district, and, and they're, they're going to be seeded by the regular season record. Well, that's your region. You know, why play a district? Sure. But there, there are others, of course, with plenty of teams, and, and they're going to play it out. Well, it's always comes to say it comes back to money, but in my mind, I sometimes wonder as much security as you have to pay, referees you have to pay, uh, gatekeepers you have to pay, on and on and on. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious with, with the crowds that, that show up for these first and second round games, if that really is a money-making thing or not. I don't see how it could be. Uh, but uh, I, I, I think I'm still right about this. The district tournament uh, is the, the money is kept locally by the schools that are in it and by the number of games that you play, that's your share, that kind of thing. Uh, after that, you end up sending some money to the TWAA, sure. I think. So... Maybe the schools want to keep it because of the money, but I agree with what you just said, although people don't want to necessarily hear it. But crowds have been down in, in basketball for a long time around here. I, obviously, sure. I, I don't know anything about Dyersburg or Kingsport Dobbins Bennett or anything about it. But here, the crowds have been down somewhat, and there's not that much money to split up. Am I, am I right in saying that about $110 – Per official, does that sound about right? Well, I don't know how, what they're paying now, but it, it's 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 a good check. It's, yes. So you got three thirty or, or so going right there. You got security that you're paying, uh, I would think, a hundred bucks a person to do that, and you're going to have at least two, maybe four. Sure. Gatekeepers and on and on and on. And uh, so anyway, that that's here or there. Uh, Oakland is the host for the district tournament in Murfreesboro. Uh, Smyrna Laverne Sturge Creek play in District 7-4A, and Laverne is the host there. Right. So the Wolverines get a chance to do, showcase their school, and I'm sure they're proud to do that. And Eagleville is hosting theirs, um, and and for good reason, really. Uh, I think the coaches, because I guess they do rotate that thing around, or maybe they vote every year uh, as to where they're going to have it. But Eagleville has a great gym and great hospitality and, and dressing rooms and so forth, and plenty of parking. So it's it's a good place to have a tournament. Jeff, uh, I know you're aware, but maybe not everyone listening is aware of the fact that districts are able to seed their tournament any way they want to. If they just want right. to draw four teams out of a hat, five teams out of a hat, n- never play a district tournament, um, district regular season game, they're free to do that. Most, if not all, across the state do it with a double round, with a round robin, where they play home and away against everybody in the district and see where the chips fall. But you know, you get in these snow situations. There's a there's a failsafe that's going to be there to say we may have to fall back to just one game that counts, or or, or whatever it may be. I don't know what they've done across the state. I, I, there's bound to be some situations where that has happened. 
I and somebody is welcome to call in and, and correct me on this, but I don't remember uh, Riverdale and Oakland, what the district that they were in. I don't recall them not playing a complete schedule right. of district games to see the tournament, regardless of weather. I don't care. I think they've got them all in. They've had to do some weird stuff every once in a while to get them in. They've had to move a game or two and play on a Saturday. Uh, and, of course, the favorite way to do that is that if you're going to play uh, a, 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 a um, out-of-district team, you try to play them on the, the week before the district sure. tournament. Yes. And then if you, can't, if you can't play, you haven't lost anything. You know, you've, you've lost that game. But you haven't lost anything in the seating. You don't have to make it up. Someone told me that there were nine. One school played nine games within a fourteen-day period in the last two weeks. <laughs> that's <laughs> that'd, a lot. Be, that'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. You, you, you never practice. <laughs> that's correct. You yeah. don't practice at all. Do we have a caller on the line? Then we do. So let's go there right now. Guys, I was going to say you're talking about uh, uh, this retirement. I, I, I thought there was a rule that you had to make them up. I don't know about that, but. There is one tonight. Laverne's playing Stewart's Creek at the makeup on the snow. So I don't know when they when they're supposed to play, but they're playing out here in a little bit. But sure. I, I just wanted to mention real quick, guys, the uh, middle school state tournaments this weekend and Blackman Middle, both their girls and boys are in it. They play Friday night. The girls play at six thirty, and the boys play at eight o'clock. They play at Stewart's Creek Middle on Friday night. So anybody wants to go out there and watch both those teams. Yeah, they Blackman play at, Middle, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Rockvale, Blackman, and uh, Stewart's Creek, Rock, I think, Rock are the host schools. Rockville is the championships are, but they're playing Friday night at Stewart's Creek Middle School. Okay, got gotcha. you. Friday night. They're playing every Friday, but the, the championships in the third places is at uh, Rockville. And, and if Blackman Middle girls win this year, it'll be their third straight year winning the state. They win it this year. The girls, girls team. They won the last, they, they've got seven, eighth graders. That right. Play, they were sixth and seventh graders. One of the last two, so they're, they're going for three straight, trying to get three straight in a row before they go off to the uh, to the high school level. But uh, and everything, but all that, you know, it, 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 it like last week of it, and, and uh, you know, it, it yeah, on the boys' side, and the boys' side was like, see, was the best cook one, and Laverne's pretty good in, in this other district. But you know, you retirement time, you never know, you know what, what's going to happen, who's going to win. I mean, it's just it's who's hot and who's playing well, so you never know, and, and that's why. That's why that's why they call it March Madness. So that's it. February, that's or February, it. Fran, Fran, frantic, whatever you call it. Hang up, guys. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Yeah, he, he's right about the makeup. If you're going to if you're going to do the double round robin, you got to make up the games. Most districts are going to do that, but uh, but I'll stand with the fact that districts are free to do it any way they choose to. Right. The uh, TWSAA has nothing to do with seating the district at all right and, and uh to, to, well he gave you an example of a game that's going to be made up because that game's already been missed it wasn't missed it's not going to be missed right before the tournament but the points are the same and uh, and to, to to maybe further say another word about this that maybe you haven't thought of uh and and that is that uh, let's say riverdale and oakland game was was canceled due to snow and so they got to come back, and they got to make that game up. Well, they they almost uh, they just have to make it up mm -hmm. because it, not only does it affect them, even though one of them may be heavily favored to win, that's not the point. And it it can affect the entire bracket sure. as to who finishes sixth and fifth and fourth and, and and that kind of thing. And most people, well, there'll be some people that won't want the game to be made up, and there'll be some that absolutely won't want it to be made up. 
because they might improve their their bracket uh, uh, seating. So we're going to make them up if we possibly well, the, can. The district coaches will get together before the season starts and make sure all this stuff's in line. So when you get here and you got a game that's not been made up, what is the protocol? So you don't have to have, worry about somebody at Riverdale voting one way and somebody at Oakland voting another way. It's a, it should all be lined up. Now, Jeff, I'm going to say say this. I'm going to guess somewhere along the line they didn't think of something. And oh, you get yeah. get to the end of the, the deal. And now, now you got politics, if that's the right word, to get into it. And that that really creates some hard feelings. Yes. Oh, it absolutely can. And I, I know we had a real battle one year um, in, in freshman basketball. Uh, and... Uh, uh, I don't know if I was the chairman that year or not. We had it at Riverdale, so maybe maybe I was the chairman that year. But they wanted to seed the tournament differently than 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 what you would do. Sure. Where you put one and two in opposite brackets, and they can't meet till the finals. That's the whole idea of, of being one and two, sure. right? Sure. But they wanted to change it. Well, of course, the guy that wanted to change it, it was to his advantage that he didn't have to face somebody. So, okay. You know, it, it can be very, very important. I, I, I know that the the year, and and I'm really proud of this. I, I really am. Although I had very little to do with it, but uh, uh, the, the the Riverdale girls won the district tournament, and it was played at Middle Tennessee State University, and uh, it was a full tournament, eight teams. Okay, the only team in that district that we really struggled against, and actually probably couldn't have beaten them again was Smyrna, okay? Mm-hmm. We just, I mean, they were good, well-coached, Harry Gill and all that kind of stuff. My goodness, he got beat in the first round, <laughs> and we didn't have to play him. Yeah. And so we went on and won it. Well, had it been seated differently, you could have had a different outcome. Let me give you an example that I, I got caught up in when I uh, athletic director for the school system, middle school football. Those games are tough to make up, and oftentimes, yeah. you know, you both play on a Tuesday night and it rains, and the high school doesn't want you on the field, and I understand all that, and you can't play on Wednesday, you can't play on Thursday, and so you finally get to the end, and we got to a situation once where one team was 6-1 and one, and one team was 5-1. and one. Yeah. So who, who wins? And, and what if the 5-1 and one team beat the 6-1 team head up? Well, 6-1 and one is still better than 5-1, and one, right? Right. <laughs> so you go by number of wins, number of losses. And guess well, what? We got caught up in that and we had had to do something that we didn't need to do, and that's vote after the fact. Uh, that that rule is now in place as to what you do, but we it was one of those things we didn't see coming, and it it, <laughs> it, it, it created some tough feelings. It really did. I remember Will Shelton explaining that to me, <laughs> but the, the whole thing is very. You've already said you started out and said exactly the right thing. You have this. Well, you maybe you have it in your bylaws. Okay, I would assume that you would, but at some point in August, you decide this sure. as to how you're going to do this if this happens, and you know, and it's probably not going to happen. And it's six, eight, ten weeks away. Nobody cares. Let's just vote, get this out of the way. Yeah, we'll do it that way. That sounds good. Okay, write it down and then follow it. Well, if you don't write it down, you got nothing to follow. Well, here's here was the deal <laughs> for me as athletic director. I had no power to do anything. It was up to the schools, as yeah. we talked about. To, to make the decision. So you got principals lobbying against, that's just not good. And <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to go back and do it again. I imagine that after three years, the feelings have all calmed down, but it was, it was ugly there for a while. <laughs> I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody. I do not. I love everyone, but I've never had a coach tell me, well, we'll just, uh, uh, we'll, we'll just do whatever our principal wants us to do. 
and and they don't want to ask the principal. They don't want anything to do with that. And uh, but when you get let the coaches decide, they can decide with the athletic directors, of course. Well, it was fun. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Let's take a break. We're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit about Middle Tennessee football, basketball, basketball, and baseball, maybe even right here on WGNS. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too, ribs so tender don't need to chew, well come on folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're going to love the pig. The slick pig barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We now have good treatments for glaucoma that can get you off of your eye drops. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. We have treatments for the skin of your face. So not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too and get rid of a lot of that sun damage. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615 615- 890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to the fans heating and air and Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, Saturday at 2 o'clock, Middle Tennessee plays Western Kentucky women's basketball. Lady Raiders number one in the conference, Western at number three, I think, coming in. Middle Tennessee wins by 32, and Jeff, by golly, I think that was the most uneventful 32-point win yeah. over Western Kentucky, which I've now learned is the biggest win in the history of the, the series. Over over 100 games, I think, have been played. Uh, Middle just methodically built the 10, 12, 15-point lead, and it just kind of stayed 15 to 20 points right on through until the the middle blew the lid off of it in the last three minutes and the, made that large margin, but... It, it was a 
good game because middle, as I say, built the lead and won it, and were never really challenged at all. I didn't see anything that suggested Western was going to challenge the, the Raiders, but it was not the most exciting game we have seen in a while. <laughs> I I talked to my buddy from from Western. You know, I, I quote him every once sure. in a while, and I, I see him every two weeks. And Saturday happened to be the day, and and I said, well, you know, I said we we we. We, we got a game today, and I, w- I was not going to go and didn't go. I watched it on television. But uh, he said, well, there's no reason for you to worry about the girls' game. And, you know, and I said, well, uh, I understand things aren't going too well at Western. And he said, things are terrible. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, all right. So, you know, the game starts, and I believe, and I don't believe, I know it is, middle is up 6-5. I don't know, three minutes, maybe gone, 6-5. And... By the by, the just the end of the quarter, almost it's twenty to five. Yeah, and and then of course, you, well, you know what happened later. And I finally just took a nap. I just gave <laughs> gave up on excitement because there was none. And uh, gosh, we, we played very very well, and and when Western did not play particularly well at all. It looked like to me they were kind of short on maybe players as well. But I don't know that. But you know, I haven't followed their season. But it didn't bother me at all. Now the men, you know. Uh, uh, lost by what was it, about eighty-eight to sixty-five or something it's like that. Significant number. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't good. But well, um, we don't have the numbers uh, or the size. Uh, I, I think we we've got some talent, but uh, maybe not enough of it to compete at, at, at Western Kentucky. Not right now, we don't. Lady Raiders at seven and zero now in league play. They take on Liberty. And FIU this weekend, Thursday and Saturday night. Uh, FIU is in second place with just the one loss, a 30-point win at Florida International by the Lady Raiders two weeks ago when they played. Uh, I don't know if they played their best, but they shot the best they shot it in three years, I guess, because they, it was just all bombs away. Didn't expect a 30-point win, but uh, those those two games, Jeff, if they go the the way they should at home with Middle Tennessee, I won't say that Hayes in the barn, but it it'll all but put things in pretty good shape for Lady Raiders to finish number one, which well, we, we, we predicted to do. We're sneaking up on 20 wins, aren't we? We're right it's there. 17, and, 17 yeah. and 4 right now, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's right, or, or 5. I'm not sure what one of the two. But anyway, we're sneaking up on 20 wins. And uh, uh, somebody, we were talking about this over the weekend, as we frequently do, and we were, uh, my family, and we were in our, our conference. I think we would be ranked. They were complaining that we weren't ranked. Well, I, I guess it would be nice to be ranked, and you can go around the country and recruit, and you can say you you know you were ranked at one point. I I, I get all that, but I I think not being ranked is a is a result of our conference. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Strength yet. this year. If we had a couple of great teams in there, and the Raiders had beaten them, I think we might be ranked, and we, and we, it may happen yet. Well, if you look around and at, at the power rankings, one through three hundred sixty-five or whatever it happens to be. Middle Tennessee is at around 45 to 47, 48. I haven't looked lately, but it's something in that range. I don't think there's anybody else that's better than maybe 140. Right. And and so when you're playing that kind of a schedule, it works against you. And uh, Rick Ensel would love to be playing teams that, with higher ratings and uh, with a better chance to, to beat us, frankly, because those wins would count more. Right now you're playing – when you t- beat a team that's ranked 225th in the country – that win doesn't mean much to people no, in the voting. No, it doesn't. And, and, and I understand that. It adds to the W column, but it doesn't add to your ranking. And if we if we had played and beaten Tennessee this week, 
it, it, it would be different if that had happened, uh, but, and particularly if they had their number one player back and we had who was supposed to be our number one player. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I've never seen her play. But if we had all your hands on deck and had won the game, we might be ranked. Yeah. Well, the, the four losses Middle Tennessee have, two of them are against teams in the top 30, Princeton and Michigan, are two of those losses. Other two losses, Belmont, who's, I think, number one in the OVC, a very good basketball team, and the Grand Canyon, which nobody's much heard of, but they're, I think they're in the Mountain West. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but also a very good team. So the four losses have come against pretty good quality opponents. It's not UConn or South Carolina, but they're good teams. But uh, I, I'd say that the losses against Belmont and – and Grand Canyon are, are being looked at negatively as well as the rankings concerned. And yes, I'm, I'm sure that's correct. And, and we need to also say, I think, that a lot of people are going to lose to Belmont. Sure, no no doubt about it. Uh, no, there's no doubt. I don't know about the other, the other three. I don't know anything about Princeton at all. But that was a close game, was it not? 60, 65 to 60, I believe, opening game of the season. Middle Tennessee lost the first home game in right three years. Well, they're 25th in the country right now, Jeff. And the year before, they had had gone to the sweet 16 i think something like that so mm-hmm. a very 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 good basketball team but uh thursday night liberty comes in florida international on one o'clock on saturday invite the folks to get out and watch a very good basketball team well i, I think they're certainly deserving of all the support we can give them there's no question about that and i don't know the numbers right off the top of my head but jeff i think rick hensel has been around middle tennessee basketball for 20 years or so 19 of those 20 years i believe he's been 20 wins or more and i something like 19 of those 20 years he's been in postseason play that's a pretty good record in it and that that streak's not going to end this year no it's not no well, I, I think we will i don't know what we'll get at, uh, at the end of the year but the important thing is obviously what it always is be consistently competitive and you'll win your share and uh, and we've got a great shot at winning the tournament so okay i look at bracketology today to see where projected this person and it's a one person's opinion i guess or maybe a committee's opinion but it's not nothing official about it middle tennessee would be rated as an 11 seed in the tournament they started playing today according to this 11 plays a six that's a that's a game jess you got a chance to win yes you do that, that is correct um and as a matter of fact now i guess in today's world everybody has has lost the first round game even even sure. the, even the number one team C has been beaten by 16. Well, let's just, let's say this, and then we'll take a break. In spite of the fact that you're not playing teams that have high rankings, if Middle Tennessee were to go clear undefeated for the next nine games and be something like 25 and four, it'd be hard not to get them in some place in the seven, eight, nine seed. Would you think? Well, I should hope so. All yeah. right, let's take that break. Chip Walters is going to give us his words of wisdom on the Blue Raider Insider Report. When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. It's been a nightmare trying to get out on the west side from the earlier truck fire on 40 westbound at Briley Parkway. They've been rerouting traffic there on 40 west onto Briley. It's just created a mess out there again on the west side. It's still really slow headed towards Lewisburg down into Marshall County as they clean up an earlier truck fire down through there on 65 at the 33. Still looking good right now on 24 as you head out through uh, Antioch out into Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Lots of radar in parts of Murfreesboro this afternoon. Hey, 
Princess Hot Chicken has you covered uh, for the big game coming up this weekend. Check out their website. You can order online and check out catering at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. Here on News Radio WGNS. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Want to remind you, coming up at 6 o'clock tonight, radio shows will be live from the boulevard, and you can hear them right here on WGNS. Rick Ensel live at 6 o'clock, Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock. Over the weekend, it was Western Kentucky week, and the Lady Raiders at home toppled the toppers to stay unbeaten in Conference USA. Nearly or just over 4,800 fans were in attendance at the Murphy Center as Middle Tennessee blew out Western Kentucky 80-48. to Middle is now 17-4 overall, 7-0 in Conference USA, and they control the game early in the first half, going into a 16-0 run in the middle of the first quarter while holding Western to three field goals in the first 10 minutes. Western Kentucky now 13-10 after the loss. They are 4-4 in Conference USA. For Middle Tennessee, All five starters scored at least nine points, led by 26 from Tamia Scott. Jalen Gregory was close behind with 19 on the day. Other scores around Conference USA on the women's side on Saturday, it was Liberty beating UTEP 87-68, Sam Houston at home losing to FIU 71-65, and Jacksonville State at home was a winner over New Mexico State 56-49. 
In Bowling Green on Saturday night, it was a tale of two halves. Western Kentucky ended up dominating the second half for an 88-65 win over the Blue Raiders. Jalen Jordan led middle with a season-high 22 points. The Blue Raiders and Toppers were tied at 38 at halftime, but it was a big second half by Western that opened the game up. The uh, Blue Raiders will now get ready to travel as they go to Liberty on on Thursday night and will have a will start the second half of the conference season on Saturday at FIU. Other finals on Saturday around Conference USA. FIU did defeat Sam Houston 68-61. It was Liberty winning their first conference road game. They knocked off UTEP 67-65 and it was New Mexico State at home winning over Jacksonville State by that same 67-65 score. Men's tennis over the weekend had a great victory on Friday night against number 22 Mississippi State, then traveled to East Lansing on Sunday to take on number 19 Michigan State. Middle fought hard but dropped the match 5-2. The Blue Raiders claimed the doubles point, winning on courts number one and two. The Spartans won on court six and five to give themselves a two-to-one lead, and then uh, on court one, court two, and court four to grab their total of five points. On the women's side, the Lady Raiders had dropped a Friday decision to East Tennessee State, came back on Sunday and ended the week on a high note by earning its first home win of the year over Alabama A&M by a 6-1 to score, that at the Adams Tennis Complex. More information on all of those matches are available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Middle Tennessee track and field coach Keith Vroman announced the 2024 schedule, which includes seven regular season meets and three postseason meets. The Blue Raiders will open the season on the road in Atlanta on March 15th and 16th, hosted by Georgia Tech. The competition resumes in Gainesville, Florida, for the Florida Relays on March 29th and 30th, along with the Raleigh Relays on that same weekend. The full schedule is available, as always, on GoBlueRaiders.com. And we're just over a week from Blue Raider baseball opening up. Baseball season tickets are on sale, and also uh, renewals and sales for 2024 football season tickets are also available. There is information on how to get all that done on GoBlueRaiders.com. Join us at the Boulevard at 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there. If you can't, listen right here on WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Speaking of football schedules, the Middle Tennessee football schedule is out. The conference schedule uh, is in place. And Jeff, from an attractive home schedule, it's about as good as it's going to get anytime soon. Playing Tennessee Tech at home. Once upon a time, that was a big big rivalry game. It's not that anymore, but uh, it's still a big game for Middle Tennessee to win, hopefully to win at home. Then go to Ole Miss to play, and then come home to play Western Kentucky and Duke. Three of the first four games at home against Tennessee Tech, Western Kentucky, and Duke. That's, that's Like I say, that's about as good as it's going to get as far as attracting fans. We surely hope that uh, the Raiders pick up some W's in that case and build some momentum. I agree 100%. I, uh, I, I thought it was very attractive. We don't know yet, do we, the, where everybody else is going to fall in that schedule. We, we don't oh, know. Yeah, it's all out. Is it all out now? Yeah, the whole, all 12 games are out. I was uh, I got my MTSU uh, uh, thing that they send out. And Coach Mason's on the cover, by the way. Good shot of him. Good interview with him in, in there. And uh, that they, all they had in there, I believe, was the these four out of conference right. games, uh, but um, uh, hey, I think it's I th- and I haven't always been. Well, I, I think uh, sometimes our schedule lacks something, but uh, maybe, but um, not now. I, I mean, I'm I'm very enthusiastic about it. I think it looks looks like a very interesting schedule. Well, it's February the fifth, right? I'm on record as saying exactly what I said last year. The most important game on that schedule is Western Kentucky. Okay. The, the, the fans of Middle Tennessee are just tired of losing to Western. <laughs> and until we beat Western, I don't think we're going to find folks get, getting on board as much as we'd like for them to do so. So play them early. Uh, don't have a clue what Western's got coming back, but they've been good enough to beat us, what, five five straight years yeah. at least, yeah. maybe more. And so that's the game, I think, if you, if you could win that one. Jeff, that turned out a really good crowd against Duke, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, and I expect to be a really good crowd anyway. Uh, so maybe a win over Western would even improve that still more. Um, certainly, I think it's the first time we've ever we've ever played Duke, isn't it, ever? Uh, at home. We, uh, we, we played we there. Played on the road. Up. Okay. Um, I mean, that's a pretty big-name school coming in here. I think that's pretty good. It certainly is. So, uh, and the one thing that was new in the wrinkle in the schedule last year with Conference USA playing in October, all games being played midweek for television purposes, Middle has one midweek home game this time, Jeff, just one on a, on a Tuesday night. If you remember last year, Coach Stock was very vehement about how really unfair it was, and it was unfair. We played a game, and then five days later played another game, and six days later played another game, and then five days later played another game. This time, they're spread out. I don't think there's anything closer than six days between games and some of them are eight or nine so it's a it's a much handier schedule in that regard as well well and i i like that i never as much as i enjoy you know high school football uh and and college football i, I never cared for the the, the the midweek stuff and and uh, i know we around here around wgns because we have so many schools every once in a while and still we would play on a thursday night and then a friday sure. night and and just on the surface of it, you'd think, boy, I bet you're having a really great time, you know, and, uh, d- doing two games in one week. Well, the answer to that is no. 
<laughs> I really wasn't. I didn't enjoy the second game sure. or the first game near as much as I enjoyed the other one. Uh, I, I, I'm really not sure why, but it was just maybe an overload of some sort. Sure. And one game a week was plenty with me. That was fine. Well, GoBlueRaiders.com has the full schedule out and season tickets out are on sale for that. So I uh, encourage people to give that a look. And uh, as we have said on several occasions, so far, so good with Coach Derek Mason. It seems like the, the right buttons are being pushed. Well, as far as I know, that's true. Uh, uh, he, he, he's busy, I'm, I'm certain, uh, uh, finding players, trying to keep as many of his players as he can that he wants to keep. Uh, and I'm, he's probably watched a barrel of film, I would imagine. And, of course, hiring assistant coaches, which are critical. Sure. Uh, I mean, just, just can't, they're almost as important. And maybe in the long run, the assistant coaches are as important as the players. I mean, you've got, just got to have quality people. Well, you've got quality and, people, and especially in this day and age where the portal's in play. If you've got a coach on the, on the defensive line that the players don't like, for whatever reason, he's not good, they don't like him, whatever, they're gone. Right. If they do like him, and, and, and when I say like him, that means we, 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 not only are they is he a likable guy, but he's also a winning guy, then you've got a better chance to keep your players, and that's critical now. I, I'm perhaps the, the the rumors and the, maybe the facts are out there, but I don't remember players at Vanderbilt or anywhere else running away from Coach Mason. Uh, it seems like he's such an enthusiastic, spirited person uh, with a great work ethic that uh, players uh, had, had were on board. Maybe that's not true in every case, but I guess when you've got 80 or 90 young men there, you're going to have somebody that doesn't like you probably. Well, but. I know there's spring practice. <clears throat> And summer workouts in Tennessee Tech and Ole Miss to play. But Coach Mason, if you're listening, which I doubt that he is, but if you have to be listening, I'm just telling you, Western Kentucky's a game we got to win. <laughs> well, I, you know, you're right. And and by the way, I don't think that's fair. But you're right. That's correct. And the, the Middle Tennessee people, uh, by, by that I mean fans of the Big Blue, particularly older people like myself. That's the game. Well, it's not necessarily just because it's Western Kentucky, but, but, but because they've been at the top of the conference for years and years and years now. And if we're going to be at the top of the conference, we've got to be Western Kentucky to get that done. Okay. <laughs> Have I made my point? Well, yeah. 100 miles of hate. I heard that this weekend. 100 miles of hate. All right. We're going to take a break when we come back. Uh, I don't know what we'll talk about this last 10 minutes, Jeff. Think of something, okay? Okay. We'll be right back. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's check out what's showing at murfreesboromovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Movies. 
Premier 6 on Broad in Jackson Heights. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. It's been a nightmare trying to get out on the west side from an earlier truck fire on 40 westbound at Briley Parkway. They've been rerouting traffic there on 40 west onto Briley. It's just created a mess out there again on the west side. It's still really slow headed towards Lewisburg down into Marshall County as they clean up an earlier truck fire down through there on 65 at the 33. It's still looking good right now on 24 as you head out through uh, Antioch out into Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. Lots of radar in parts of Murfreesboro this afternoon. Hey, Prince Princess Hot Chicken has you covered uh, for the big game coming up this weekend. Check out their website. You can order online and check out catering at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We've got a lot of great sponsors here, Jeff, on the All Sports Talk, and certainly pleased that the loyal sponsors that we do have, First Bank being one of those. Great service at First Bank, professional service as well, all across the city of Murfreesboro and across the state of Tennessee. First Bank sponsor this segment of All Sports Talk. I'm going to give a free commercial if you'll let me. I'll be glad to let you. We went out to eat the other night, my, my wife and I and my daughter and son-in-law, and we went to Coach T's, Coach Tollett's place. I, need, in, I have not been out there, and I need Eagle. to go. I, I, I've been a few times. It's, you know, it's, it's a 40-mile drive there and back, or a little bit more than that, really, but right at that. But that's okay. It's that's a the, pretty drive. Yeah, and the, the food's worth it. We had a great time out there, wonderful service. Good. It was good to see Bill. I hadn't seen him in probably six months, uh, and I miss him on the coaching sidelines. And then as a principal, too, he was excellent at both. But anyway, Coach T's, if you get a chance, give it a try. They're hamburgers. I don't know about the rest of it because I had a hamburger the other night. Delicious. Out there in Eagle, we had Coach Tollett on uh, the show just after he retired as principal of Eagleville High School and been coaching out there. His life is devoted to Eagle. For it sure. is, yes. And he went into the restaurant business, and uh, I understand it's good, but I, I'm glad you brought that up, Jeff, because it's been a while since I've thought about that. And for a while, I, I had it on my mind. we got to go out there, and we just never made it. But um, it's, I'm refreshed. He's also teaching. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's come back. He's at Oakland High School. Is that right? Yeah, teaching science. Full time? <laughs> hey, I, uh, uh, no. I'm going to get to the part time position. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but he was an excellent teacher, just a really good guy. I mean, really. And he didn't ask me to give him a spot or anything. He didn't need me. He was covered up with customers. Well, Coach Tyler's a good guy, and, and I'm glad to hear the food's good. I, well, I would have thought nothing less than that for sure. All right, I guess we need to talk about Super Bowl. We say we need something to talk about this last Do we have to? segment. No, we don't have to. you got something better to talk about. But no, I'm all right, I guess. Uh, I, I, uh, someone said that there, there was, in fact, a, a bet on how many times Taylor Swift would be on the TV. 
how many shots they would take of her. I'm sure that there's that wager that's available to you. Well, yeah, they told me that about a week or ten days ago, and then and then I understand that this week that uh, that it, it, she will be on there, which is fine. I don't care. But anyway, the number that they were going to bet on was five, and I said six. But of course, I guess it depends on how Kelsey does and how the how the how the Chiefs do and all, all that kind of stuff. But I think the Chiefs will win. Have good seats. Do what? Reckon she'll have a good seat. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she will. <laughs> but anyway, I think the Chiefs will win it. Okay, but by as far as I can tell, everybody in in my family is for the 49ers. I believe all of them are. Yeah, uh, as far as I can tell. Well, that's called a prop bet when you're betting against something aside from the winning and losing of a football game. Who's going to get the first fumble? Who's right. going to coin toss? Do the whole all thing. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I found out. Listening to, I guess it was on 60 Minutes last night, that prop bets are not legal to, to bet on in Las Vegas. You can find those prop bets on these betting services. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Online, but uh, they cannot put that on there because that that is one stat that can be beniggled. If I decide to put six, a lot of money on six, let's say, and I'm running the camera show for for the Super Bowl. Yeah, it makes sense. My guess is I'll have six on there. What do you think? <laughs> for the, for the first quarter's over. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I understand what you're saying. So the uh, best like that they're not they're not Las Vegas proper, according to Nevada Gaming Commission, are not allowed to put those kind of bets on the on the table. So I I cannot walk into uh, Harris and say I think there will be 20 first downs in this game, and I'm betting on 20. I can't do that. Really. I'm not sure where the prop bets stop and start. I think mm. I think the first score of the game can be done. I, I'm not real sure, but I, I am saying the number of Budweiser commercials, are the Clydesdales going to be on? How, how many seconds will they be on? How long is the national anthem? Things like that. That's what I'm talking about. That, because how long is the national anthem? You can bet on that, by the way. Yes, you can. And if if I'm going to bet on this one, I'd go to Reuben McIntyre, and I'd go to the last five times she sang the national anthem, and I'd time them out. And if the average was a <laughs> minute and 53 seconds, that, I believe that's where I'd bet. <laughs> this has gotten way out of hand. I, I, uh, I, but, More information but, uh, that people want to know. Well, you, I know you can bet and, and on uh, which player will score first. Yeah, I, um, think that, I think that's a legal prop bet yeah, in, okay. in Vegas. I okay. believe it is. And uh, by gosh, if you bet on the tackle, and he recovers a fumble. I mean, the in the end zone. Why the returns for that would be great. You you've been big money. <laughs> I'm going to bet that someplace you can bet on the the game time temperature. Well, yeah, I guess so. Especially since it's indoors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to bet on any part of it. None. Now, who'd you say? Who'd you say you think is going to win? I think the Chiefs will win. You don't agree. It's okay not to agree. <laughs> you know, Jeff, I, I don't. I, I say I don't know for sure. Uh, I'll go with Forty Nine ers just so we can have something to talk about next week. How's that sound? Okay, whatever you want to do. I, I, I am. I am the guy that said there was no way that the Cincinnati quarterback that he, that Cincinnati would not win the Super Bowl some years ago because there was no way that young kid joe montana was going to do any good in the super bowl sure. in the first year he was there and of course he wins and wins and wins the first super bowl the first championship between the afc and the nfc was played in 1965 if i'm not mistaken does that sound right yeah you're close i guess yeah and i think the game they ticket was something like four bucks oh i don't know in it la was, coliseum yeah. there were thirty-five thousand people there for it plenty of empty seats the first win by the afc was in 1967 the Jets over Colts. 
the Colts, that's who they beat. Yeah. And Joe Namath had famously predicted that they'd win it. And then soon after that, they merged. Super Bowl Jeff has turned into a, a living, breathing monster. Yes. It, for sure. Yes. The millions and millions of people worldwide will watch it. Um, and, and incidentally, going back to what I was talking about earlier, although I don't, it doesn't, I don't care. Uh, but uh, really, um, T- Taylor Swift, who is an extremely talented person, there's a lot of talented people in that, yes, at that game, and you know, and they don't, they don't spend all this time. And I, I, I don't think she likes that. I, I can't imagine that. And she, no privacy whatsoever. And they find her, boy. They find her before the game even starts. Jeff, I was told by one proprietor of a place in town that serves wings yeah i'll not mention where it is because okay. there, there's, there's several of them but i asked how many wings do will you sell over super bowl weekend Thirty thousand. could was the number could. that was one restaurant here in murfreesboro <laughs> think of how many wings there's a prop bed for you <laughs> how many wings will jeff jordan eat on well, sunday I, afternoon i can answer that none, <laughs> none but more. i understand i get it i get it there'll be plenty of food at our house and we have everybody over, you know. Everybody comes over, and they spend a lot of time yelling and supporting their supporting their team. So, uh, okay, I guess all that's okay. So, so, what will you eat if you're not eating wings? What would be your go-to food? You know, I haven't I haven't been I haven't been told yet. I imagine we'll probably have a. <laughs> usually, we watch the first half and, and then have dinner. That's what we normally oh, we do. We eat the whole game. And, well, I understand. And I'm sure we'll have ice cream and all those things, you know. And but Both my great-grandchildren will be there, so it'll be chaos from the very beginning. Well, our food, I'll give a prop, and then we'll get out of here. Our food's coming from St. Mark Methodist, Boy Scout Troop. I can't give you the number, but they fix uh, ribs and pork and smoked turkey and so forth. And so we're buying from them, and that's why we're having our Super Bowl party. I'm going to the Central more county game right now right now right now you can listen to rick Hensel live and then followed by nick david live from the boulevard right here on wgns radio thank all sports talk on news radio wgns has been brought to you by state farm agents andy womack bud morris and deb Insel, chip walters with exit realty bob lamb and associates first bank mike tansel with my team insurance parks auction company greg hall with halls auto care Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Reburn Insurance in Smyrna.